Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to know that his mercies are new every morning. We worship him who's worthy, particularly in this day, in this time in which we live. So much going on. This, the scriptures are becoming so real. And we have another day, another opportunity to serve this king before we see him uh, with our physical eyes. Hallelujah. What a time. Praise God. You're so blessed to be the church, his body on the earth today. Let's worship him who's worthy. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. While we're in these mortal bodies today. Thank you, Father. That we can look away and consider you by the word, by faith. Hallelujah. Knowing that your word is forever settled in the heavens and it is established on the earth by the mouth of the witnesses given to us in your word hallelujah and thank you lord worship you right now that we can be edified we can be built up we can be yielded to you lord hallelujah we worship you we worship you we worship you thank you lord we open ourselves to you lord Hallelujah. Seporo tocosto frevende le pele casta. O remende keperi kitekele pacatacala mai. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Sabarakanda. Rocodoro coto cora bele gesemete keliente. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Andoro kopala kasantaya. Oh, jembreli kebele jengrebel ketele bekasataya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shapatakala prakasta. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 We give you praise. We give you praise. You're worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. I'm a brand new man. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Hallelujah. Thank you for the new birth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the new creation. Thank you for the truth and reality of the new creation. Hallelujah. Oh, it's all your grace. It's all your goodness. All your mercy. Hallelujah. 
Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. 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 We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Shadabrambalakarakasataya. Oh, manteleso makayabalakasta. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Faithful God. Mantrele kapalakasikalapatakasta. Hallelujah. By faith we call every need met. By faith we call every yoke destroyed, every burden removed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's open up our Bibles to the scriptures that are written there in Philippians chapter 1. Observe there, verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It's nice to know that he has begun a good work in us and that he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. There is a work that began in us and we must take note that there is a working in and we must be confident that there's a working in that will be performed until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And that day is coming so soon. It's going to come to pass in front of our own eyes that great day when we shall see the Lord in all of his glory, even in the clouds. Praise God. I believe in a literal appearance of the Lord Jesus. I believe that it is just as he said it's going to be. And it was a mystery which was hidden uh, at that time and even before uh, the foundations of the earth were laid, it was kept like that. The church itself is the mystery. And then everything concerning the new birth and the fact that you and I are going to be translated and becoming uh, that great, glorious, rapture body of Christ was all part of that wonderful mystery. But there are some things that we have to be sure of that are very real and then this is one thing that there's a work in us that's happening on the inside of us and there will be a performance and a bringing it to the fulfillment notice that make it complete even till the very last day we see him face to face praise God and it's important to keep that in mind Paul used it as a reference point there when talking to the Philippians. 
I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Verse 3 and 4, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy. And he continues like that to the sixth verse. And so they are believers and that good work has begun in the believer and it will be performed until the day we meet Jesus face to face. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there's so much uh, assurance, so much uh, work that Jesus has already done for us and now working in us also uh, to make sure that we are accomplished, fulfilled uh, in that day. Hallelujah. So we are not trusting our own strength here. We are trusting the strength of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the ability of God working in us also and not just external strength and, uh, how can I say, our own ability, our own gritted teeth and trying to do things in our own strength. We are not going to get anything out of that. That has changed and now God wants us to use what He has put in us, His ability, His word and His realities to work and enjoy the benefits that's what gives him glory and praise in this day. Hallelujah. So this kind of thinking must be at the forefront, constantly being confident, being reminded uh, again and again that he began a good work in us and he's faithful to accomplish even it to the day we meet him face to face. Glory to God. Uh, let's turn in our Bibles again and look at some scripture from the great love discourse of First Corinthians chapter 13 observed there in the 12th verse but we see now or now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face hallelujah face to face we're going to be seeing him face to face praise God now I know in part but then shall I know even as also I am known hallelujah Praise the Lord. When we see him face to face, we will know as he knows us right now. And he knows us so well. He knew it before time began. He knows everything going on in our lives. Uh, he knew us before he chose us and called us. Praise God. And that day, we are going to know also the truth as clearly as he knows us. Amen. But meantime, while we're down here... Uh, let's make every uh, effort to be able to see as clearly as possible. Hallelujah. So that uh, you are not surprised. What do you say? Hallelujah. Amen. The previous verse, verse 11, he says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Hallelujah. So there is a couple of things there as you desire to grow. You begin to change the way you speak, the way you understand things, the way you think. All of these things have to go through a change. Hallelujah. And um, it's important to realize that that's how one grows. You don't think the same way. You don't talk the same way. Uh, you don't uh, understand or care about things and uh, demanding from people changes towards demanding 
from the word and the spirit. You are not looking outside. You are looking you know, to God. You are looking to his ability. Praise God. So some changes take place in the way you speak, the way you understand, in the way you think. Hallelujah. The logical arrangement, the calculations, the accounting of things. Various words are used here. But uh, it's nice to know that we calculate things, we account things, we reckon things, we weigh things. And uh, that's the kind of sense that's coming out there. We now think and weigh things differently. Hallelujah. We choose to weigh profit and loss differently. Hallelujah. Everything is differently uh, weighed out as you begin to mature. Some things don't have that kind of value. Some things don't have that kind of weight they used to have, that kind of honor they used to have. Things are changing because you are growing up. Hallelujah. So we are um, continually uh, bombarded with all kinds of value systems out there, but uh, we have to decide that we, we want to grow up and uh, maturity makes us change the way we understand things, the way we think, the way we speak, and the way we value things. Hallelujah. And there's a putting away of these things as growth takes place. Hallelujah. Let's hear um, in Canada the Philippians 1, 6, first of all. ಒಳ್ಳೆ ಕೆಲಸವನ್ನು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರಾರಂಭಿಸಿದಾತನು ಅದನ್ನು ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ದಿನದವರೆಗೆ ಸಿದ್ಧಿಗೆ ತರುವನೆಂದು ನನಗೆ ಈಗ ನಾವು ಕನ್ನಡಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಮೊಬ್ಬಾಗಿ ನೋಡುತ್ತೇವೆ ತರುವಾಯ ಮುಖಾಮುಖಿಯಾಗಿ ನೋಡುವೆವು ಈಗ ನಾನು ಅಪೂರ್ಣವಾಗಿ ತಿಳಿದಿದ್ದೇನೆ ತರುವಾಯ ದೇವರು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಂಡಂತೆಯೇ ನಾನು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಳ್ಳುತ್ತೇನೆ ನಾನು ಬಾಲಕನಾಗಿದ್ದಾಗ ಬಾಲಕನ ಹಾಗೆ ಮಾತನಾಡಿದೆನು ಬಾಲಕನ ಹಾಗೆ ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಂಡೆನು ಬಾಲಕನ ಹಾಗೆ ಯೋಚಿಸಿದೆನು ಆದರೆ ನಾನು ಪ್ರಾಯಸ್ಥನಾದ ಮೇಲೆ ಬಾಲ್ಯದವುಗಳನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಬಿಟ್ಟೆನು As we look in the word and study it, it's as though you're looking through a glass or you could also say a mirror because the word has been likened to a mirror, you know, every now and then in the scriptures and you will find out that it's a powerful tool when you are getting ready. Hallelujah. And we're getting ready to see the king face to face. And so there's a level of preparedness we want to have So we are looking in the mirror, making adjustments, and we must not be shocked because we're going to see him face to face. So right now, we are looking in a mirror, and not so clearly, but uh, we desire to grow, and we desire to lean on the one who is working in us, both to will and do his good pleasure, which is actually uh, a working that makes you complete. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, he says, But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, is that same kind of thinking there, that uh, mirror thought, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. So observe here that 
uh, it is the agency of the word and not our strength as we continue to look in there as we continue to speak certain things as we continue to think on certain things as we begin to value certain things in the word guess what it's the glory of God that we are seeing in the word because he is the uh, fullness of the glory of God and the word is the carrying power of the glory of God so that it is uh, available to us without destroying us hallelujah and uh, that glory changes us and as you meditate and read and spend time in the word the spirit of God begins to change you from one level of glory to the other hallelujah notice that we are changed from one level of glory to the other isn't that interesting that you also have glory that you give to the Lord glory that you shine forth and that glory and that appearance changes as you spend time in the word mirror combination hallelujah praise the Lord let's hear 2 Corinthians 3.18 also Adare Navillaru Tereda Mukavulavaragi Darpana Dali Kanuvante Kartana Mahime and Nuduta Kartana Atman in the Lo Embante Ade Saru Peke Mahime in the Mahime Marpadukteve. So people may wonder sometimes why do we have to study the word? Why do we have to hear the word? Why do we have to come to church? All of these questions are answered here that we are being changed. There is a working that God has planned for us. Uh, and it is changing us from one level of glory to the next level and we become more and more like the finished product which is him hallelujah so that is the main uh, duty of the church actually apart from leading people to Christ uh, another main reality is to see change taking place as we go meditating in the word keeping our eyes in the mirror of the word glory of God changes us from the word and by the spirit of God notice it's the word and the spirit working together hallelujah glory to God mercies of God are working even in these last days that you can plug into as you study the word as you look to the Holy Spirit not your own strength not your own ability because you can be baffled you can be very concerned about what is happening and you may even look at everything and quit but that's fine that's going on everybody's going through all of that but you and I can look into the image of the glory of God in the word of God and be changed and get ready for that day when we see him face to face hallelujah what a wonderful plan God has for us amen alright let's go on to another scripture the same kind of thoughts are there when you consider as we read in 1 Corinthians 13 the child I spake as a child I understood as a child I thought as a child some of those thoughts are also seen elsewhere for instance in uh, the 16th chapter of Matthew Jesus speaking to Matthew said uh, I mean to Peter said in verse 23 but he turned and said unto Peter get thee behind me Satan <laughs> of course Peter is not Satan but um, you and I know that there is a kind of uh, government and a puppet theater show going on 
which we must become uh, more aware of that there are spirit realms and beings there alien spirits that are trying to control our lives and get the better of us and uh, prevail over us hallelujah and trip us up and uh, make us give up so these voices began to torment Peter to a place where he spoke something hallelujah he said something praise God notice in verse 22 then Peter took him and began to rebuke him so he began to say things he began to uh, say to the Lord Jesus imagine that that he would not go to the cross and all of that but the Lord knows what's going on and what the actual uh, reality is he, he turned and said unto Peter get thee behind me Satan so he's addressing that spirit behind it Satan hallelujah do you think that probably Satan himself got involved not just some minor devil I think so I think this was the boss of all of the demon realm himself trying to speak like that from the mouth of Peter thou art an offense unto me for thou savorest not the things that be of God but those that be of men hallelujah the word savor there is the same uh, word that uh, involves care and thinking and evaluation all of those kind of things are you know in that word in the original uh, Greek of it of course so there is a offense that takes place when you start devaluing things that are valuable and when you value things that are not valuable hallelujah uh, offenses rise and primarily it's because you are offended uh, with God and his system and then it becomes an offense to you hallelujah because we live in these mortal bodies this fleshly nature is there and so we become so in tune with our flesh and as we grow up and mature we are learning to put away and turn away from the flesh and put it under control and put it under the dominion of the born again spirit man hallelujah so what we are dealing with as an offense is actually God and God's way of thinking and God's word hallelujah so when you are not pleasing God that kind of affects you and then you are offended and you are hurt but actually uh, we should just turn the other way and say I'm going to please God and not be bothered about any other thinking and that's the path of growth hallelujah so at some point we desire to go in that direction and not offend God but even if it offends us it doesn't matter hallelujah because our value system has changed glory to God our care our thinking our appetite all those kind of ideas are there so that uh, we can be pleasing unto God hallelujah he said for thou savorest not the things that be of God but those that be of men we live here on the earth among men and we are sons of men so there is that constant uh, desire and that uh, uh, again and again sort of grating feeling of living in the body and being like everybody else 
but that can be an offense to God rather than uh, a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Very interesting thoughts and um, Jesus has not changed. Whenever that kind of thinking and talking comes up, Jesus is not pleased. You can see that. And so we need to be able to value certain things and devalue certain things. Hallelujah. Pretty strong stuff, but praise God, you know, we want to grow from one level to the next. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, You would have realized by now that even if you never received any benefit of, you know, any promise or you did nothing special, you just got saved, you accepted Jesus, you know, you would still make it to heaven. Interesting. Very, very interesting. That's the grace of God. Hallelujah. Purely a work that he has done and he is working in such a way that he can see you face to face. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. So even if you got nothing from the word and if you just uh, barely just managed to live down here, praise God. And if you, even if you died just like that, I believe that you would go to heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anyway, let's uh, read this and then we'll continue over there in uh, Matthew 16, maybe 23 first and then 22. Adare Atanu Tirugikondu Petranige, Saitanane, Nana Hinde Hugu, Ninu Nanage Abyantaravagidi, Ninu Devaravugadanala, Manushera Alochanegadane Maduti and the No. Taruvaya Petranu Atana Kaihidu, Katane, Adu Ninda Dura Virali, Intadu Ninage Agabaradu Indu Hedi Atananu Gadarisalaram Visidanu. Praise the Lord. Observe, as we were saying, even if you didn't do anything, didn't get any benefit of any promises in the word, but you accepted Jesus as Lord, you're a new creature in your spirit man, you'd still make it to heaven. I seriously believe that. That's the grace in which we live right now. That's what Jesus has paid for. Hallelujah. Talking about the sheep and shepherd over there in John chapter 10, Jesus makes some of these statements. In John 10:27, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Hallelujah. Guess what? His sheep hear his voice, and he knows them, and they follow him. Hallelujah. You know that Jesus knows those that are his. Praise God. And uh, if you listen to the scripture, you can hear the voice of God. You can hear him talking. You can see how... He acted how he thinks, how he speaks. And that begins to affect how we think and how we speak and how we value things. And that makes us grow in our uh, following of the Lord, this great shepherd and this good shepherd of ours. Hallelujah. So notice 28, I give unto them eternal life. Hallelujah. And they shall never perish. (laughs) Praise God. Uh, What a precious thing. Neither shall any man or any pluck them out of my hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice that those sheep are guaranteed in the strength of God's hand. Hallelujah. Jesus' hands. Praise God. He says, my father in 29, which gave them me, oh glory to God, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. 
Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So this, this grap, grapple hold they have on you, this grasp that they have on you between father and son is so amazing. No one can take you out of that grip. Isn't that amazing? I and my father are one. So there's equal power of father and son grabbing you there. That's the creator, the almighty, the good shepherd grabbing a hold of you. Praise God. So you can see that uh, this vice grip that they have on you in salvation is uh, almost 100% guaranteed. You have to really struggle to come out of that grip. I don't know how, but uh, you really have to struggle between the mercy of God, the goodness of God, the grace of God, and the name of Jesus, the new birth, the power of God holding you. Wow, it's really, really hard to go to hell. Praise God. What a time of grace. He says, uh, they shall never perish. Amazing words that are being used there. That these things are uh, impossible to happen almost. Praise God. So these are the thoughts that make us say such things. It's not that we just dream them up. Jesus actually said that about his sheep. And so today you have this great shepherd. You've accepted him as your good shepherd. And the Lord is your shepherd. We were all as sheep gone astray. But we have now returned to the shepherd and bishop of our souls because he laid the iniquity of us all upon him. Praise God. And therefore, your sins have been removed. You are his sheep. Praise God. And uh, he knows about that because he came as a lamb and then grew up and became the shepherd, even the great shepherd of the sheep after his resurrection. So it's nice to know that there is someone working in you Notice that he's perfecting you until we see him face to face. We just read that in Philippians 1.6. Glory to God. Let's hear 27 all the way to uh, 30 in Canada also, out of John 10. Nanna kurigalu nanna swarakke kivigoduttave, nanu avugalannu ballenu, avu nannannu himbali suttave. Nano Avugalige Nityajivanu Kudutene, Avu Indigu Nashavaguadilla, Illave Avugalanu Yavanu Nana Kayuraginda Kasakulla Laranu Avugalanu Nanage Kutta Nana Tande Yelarigintalu Dodavanu, Nana Tande Kayuraginda Avugalanu Yavanu Kasakulla Laranu Nano Matu Nana Tande Undagi Deve Indu Tarakutanu Amen. Now, with these thoughts in mind, let's go to uh, our main maybe verse for today out of Philippians the third chapter but keep that in the background and let's read Philippians chapter 3 notice verse 1 it says finally my brethren rejoice in the Lord <laughs> can you see why you can rejoice amen in the Lord you can rejoice Ha ha ha! praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord hallelujah my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. What a privilege, what an honor that you and I can actually rejoice in the Lord because of what he has done. Otherwise, there's no point rejoicing. You are just fooling yourself. He says, to write the same thing to you for me indeed is not grievous, but for you it is safe. Hallelujah. We need to uh, be conscious of the fact that we will continue to uh, repeat things. 
The more we repeat things, the more we are concerned about others. Hallelujah. If you are thinking about yourself and your heroism, you will not say the same things. You will, you will say something new so that you can fascinate people that you always have something new to say. Hallelujah. And that is because you are trying to make yourself look great. You are concerned about your fame and your heroism. But if you are concerned about the people, which is the body of Christ, his sheep, you may say same things again and again. Hallelujah. Because it comes to the matter of they receiving, they hearing, and they being built up, and they being pleasing to God. Hallelujah. It's not about how great we look. It's about how God's people get blessed, how they go forward, how they mature, how they enjoy Him, and the privilege to feed and be part of it is ours. Hallelujah. What an honor. Glory to God. So it may seem grievous to some people, but for the one who is bothered about the sheep, it should not cause any grief at all that you are saying the same thing again and again. Hallelujah. In fact, he says it is safe. Notice that. This is what makes the church safe. This is why uh, they are kept. This is why they are able to enjoy God. Hallelujah. Sometimes they, they get fed up themselves and they say, Is this all that you can tell us again and again? Faith, healing, prosperity. Don't you have any other message? That itself proves that they really didn't get a hold of it. Because if you get a hold of it, you like to hear it again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, we don't want to prove and see whether we got a hold of it. The only way we can do that is when you face the tests and the trials of life. You know, Simon had a great, in quote, confession. He said, even if everybody leaves me, Oh, leaves you, I will never leave you. I'll be there with you unto death. And guess what? He, he actually refused and he rejected and spoke uh, as though he did not even know the Christ. He denied him three times. That is fleshly, uh, prideful, boastful kind of talking when you don't really have substance uh, on the inside. So you can say things in the flesh and just blare off about how great you are but you don't know under the pressure what could happen hallelujah so this growth and maturity we're talking about is not from some fleshly strength it's not about our strength it's about being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might it's not your strength it's, it's really being strong in the Lord or being strong in the word being strong in the things of the spirit and not looking in the natural. Hallelujah. That affects your thinking and that changes your value systems and you don't think as a child anymore. When you were a child, you were thinking only in one certain way, just based on fleshly ability and fleshly uh, drama and fleshly kind of uh, advertisement and all of those things, you know. But it is expected that as we are maturing... Uh, these systems are changing. Hallelujah. Of course, there's talk about the dogs there, evil workers, beware of the concision. Those are people who uh, cause trouble uh, with doctrines and teachings 
You know, that is where our strength comes from, clear understanding of the word of God. Any other thing can cause you to be messed up. Verse 3, For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus. So our strength is not from just the natural. Hallelujah. It's from working with the Word, working in the Spirit, praying in tongues, looking to God, looking for opportunities to gather around Him, to seek His face, to be in prayer, to be in the Word. Hallelujah. That is where our ability comes from. We are the circumcision. That is our circumcision. That is the sign that we are actually circumcised. It's in the heart, not in the flesh. Praise God. So our commitment and our uh, belonging to the Lord is based on our worship time in the Spirit, our study, our meditation in the Word of God. That's where we prove our true commitment. It's not by, you know, all these outward shows. Hallelujah. It's not by our own strength. And rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Praise God. So our verdict eventually as we mature is that we have a serious uh, no confidence in the flesh mentality. <laughs> we are not going to give the, the, the flesh value, really. We're going to look at it with great suspicion. That's proof that you have changed, that you are maturing, that you're looking at fleshly things and thinking, hmm, I don't have any confidence there. Amen? In your fleshly attainments, in your fleshly abilities, in your fleshly uh, endeavors and achievements, you begin to lose interest in them. You begin to look at them with not so much value. Hallelujah. Let's hear from uh, verse 1 and then verse 3 also in Kannada. Kadedagi nanna sahodarare, kartanalli santosha padiri, tirigi nimage bareyuvadaralli nanagenu besaravilla, nimmanna daro adu badrapadisuvadu. Atmadalli devarannu aradisuvavaru, krista yesuvinalli santoshisuvavaru, shariradalli baravaseilla davaru, adanave sunnatiyavaragi addeve. Thank God for degrees and honors like that. All those things are lovely, but they can make your head very fleshly. And you can lean on those things and those abilities. And, uh, you know, it will affect your confidence. It makes you have confidence in, in the wrong things. And that's not, that, that's not God's way at all. That's not maturing. Praise God. So here we have this constant... Um, Attention gaining mechanisms and self-confidence, assurance in our own strength, in our own credibility, in our own uh, economics, <laughs> in our own background, in our own uh, achievements, etc. We're supposed to look at it very lightly and put no confidence in it. Amen. Now this is uh, definitely tough. But thank God we can move in that direction. Uh, we are changing the way we think. We're changing the way we speak. We're changing the value systems. What we savor, what we care about is changing. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you go to heaven even if you didn't change a thing. Hallelujah. Even if you did not make any such adjustments and you're still just all about 
you, 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 and your greatness and all of that, you'll still make it to heaven. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Glory to God. But then that can also just be a bunch of childishness and being immature. And so we need to be able to consider and ponder how much growth and how much adjustment has happened because we're going to see him face to face. And that's why we look in the mirror because you want to be presentable. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, this is talking about himself, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. How confident is that? That's a lot of confidence where he said, if any man thinks that they can have confidence in the flesh, Paul would be more. That's a lot. That's plenty just to say that and not just to say it, you know, in the daily blare or the daily news, the New York Post or anything, but in the word of God. <laughs> to say it as though God speaks the truth and the spirit of God inspired him to say this, this must be 100% true or else it doesn't stand in the scripture. Hallelujah. You actually are saying here that you have more fleshly uh, confidence and manifest uh, external stuff that you can wag in front of everybody more than any other person. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He said, if anybody thought they were so great from what they had achieved and what they had done in their flesh... Paul was greater than all of them. That's plenty. Praise God. He continues and he lists out circumcised the eighth day. See that circumcision thing we talked about. Our true circumcision is that you can worship God in the spirit and rejoice. Hallelujah. Woo! In Christ. Being in Christ and having those essential signs that you can rejoice and again rejoice and be excited resting in him oh praise the lord you can worship him oh whether everything else is decaying and falling apart you can look up and say glory to god that's proof that you are truly circumcised what they were so boastful about this is how it shows in the new covenant hallelujah circumcised the eighth day of the stock of israel the tribe of benjamin in hebrew of hebrews touching the law of pharisee Praise God. This is an interesting lineup there. Hebrew of Hebrews. That's plenty. Very strict sect of people, religious people of his day, the, his tribe, his background. You know, people talk about their family names, especially where I come from, this part of the world. They make such a big deal about it. I'm from this family and I'm from that family. You, know? you don't know which family I come from and all of that stuff. He said, if anybody thought they were so great looking at all that, he was a Benjamite. Amen. And they were the ones that uh, produced that King Saul. That was all human ability. So they went and grabbed the king for themselves out of them. See, that's the uh, ability that they have. And he's from that place, from that particular tribe. They're like, we are tough guys. We rule. We rule. You know, so he said, if you were to look at all that, we are the original guys. I am from that tribe. <laughs> and he was pushing it. He was very serious. He was standing there 
as touching the law, the, the righteousness that the law holds out there, you know, in external rituals and all of those demonstrations. He said he was the greatest <laughs> concerning zeal persecuting the church. All the bhakti vairagyam he showed there in persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. How about that? So he was doing all that could be done from the flesh. But when he met the Lord Jesus and this grace that God had, he said in verse 7, what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. What things were gained, whatever was a gain, all those degrees, all the money, all the family, all the greatness and background, he said he counted it as loss for Christ. Isn't that interesting? That's the value system that now takes over as you mature. You begin to savor different things. You begin to value certain things. And other things lose their value. Amen. Of course, you'll go to heaven even if you still value every fleshly thing and every self-confident boasting in your own ability. You'll go to heaven. Isn't that cool? What an offer. Praise God. But then you haven't grown and you haven't matured and you haven't actually moved along in the things of God. That's a different thing altogether. So what things were gained to me, those I counted loss. Notice that it was a, a value system. You have to count certain things. Is it valuable actually in God? Hallelujah. So uh, thank God for degrees, thank God for titles, and some people are all about that. But actually it is a proof that they haven't grown much. I didn't say that. Uh, Paul said it. Praise God. So uh, we're truly uh, having to stand at the bar of the word of God as the judge. Amen. Uh, it's not me and my ability here. Praise God. For some of us, it's a little easier because we didn't seem to have much in the beginning. But for those uh, who have still been able to uh, accumulate and to become great in the flesh, it may be particularly hard to count everything as a loss, first of all. Amen. There's a counting, a thinking, and a writing down and a pondering these things. They're a loss. You see, so you have to do it yourself. You have to count it and value it yourself. And then verse 8, he says, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things. <laughs> he brings everything into it now. All things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Wow. So that becomes the highest thing. That becomes the most sought after thing. So I don't have to bang people on the head and smash the pulpit asking people to come, 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 come to church, study the word, pray, why didn't I see you, blah, blah, blah. It's just a manifestation of the individual value systems and you'll go to heaven, we'll all go to heaven, thank God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah, amen, but you're just showing openly to everybody that your value system is a little different that you have not uh, have not matured much 
that you haven't grown even though you've been a believer for so long uh, I've been a believer for so long if I'm still valuing things in this certain way and looking at my strength and my ability my own ambitious self-ambitious abilities I am just showing that I have not changed I have not moved along in the things of God hallelujah notice all things he said I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge hmm. why do you go to knowledge why do you get why do you go to college to get the knowledge right all of that stuff amen so why because you desired to have a certain knowledge you, you desired that those things were more important my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things praise God A-L-L you know so that's kind of like all hallelujah everything and do count them after evaluating it you now evaluate everything and then say equals to dung D-U-N-G that I may win Christ you see this is not saying that he is not saved this is not talking about salvation because he is saved he is the person who brought Romans chapter 10 on the scene for us which was a quotation of what Moses actually said in Deuteronomy hallelujah but Paul was able to understand that it was Jesus who was the savior and that he's the one that you have to call upon. Praise God. And give him that clarity in calling on the name of the Lord. And getting saved. Hallelujah. That clarity came. See. So he's a man who knows he's saved. Thank God for that. But then what he's talking about here is getting a hold of certain things. Living it out. Living what's on the inside on the outside for that great salvation to be manifest outside so that it produces eternal results hallelujah not just a free ticket to escape hell and get to heaven thank God for that that's also awesome <laughs> Woo, who can do that nobody can do that but Jesus thank God you are held in his hands praise God but then this in order to be able to demonstrate the eternal life on the inside lived out on the outside down here praise God he says you have to value certain things as dung what is dung? well it's what you dump in the bathroom when you are feeling like going notice that it's a dumping of things and you don't want to see it again you just flush it away that's what it is hallelujah it's something that uh, you don't want to see anymore imagine valuing everything like that and just saying well, I don't want to see that anymore <laughs> got rid of that hallelujah amen that I may win Christ and be found this is the continuing theme and be found in him he's not saying I'm not saved but he's saying something about the state of your present walk in Christ hallelujah so that anytime the Lord appears he must be in a certain condition hallelujah being found in him not having mine own righteousness so you get saved you get the righteousness of God and then you begin to act as though 
because you're so great, you did this and you did that, and you begin to rest on these things that you did upon your salvation. In addition to your salvation, you have this, you have that, you have the other, you have this and that, and then you begin to rest on those things. That's called being a truster in your own righteousness. Someone who's trusting in their own righteousness. This can be done by believers. He's not talking about unbelievers. Amen. This is talking about people who are saved. And after some time they begin to add props on. Instead of just staying with the bare thoughts. Amen. We need the bare essential thinking. That if everything else is taken away. This is who I am. Because when you are found in Christ. There's going to be nothing else but you. Isn't that interesting? That day it will be you. It won't be any of your in quote self, uh, flesh, etc., etc., achievements. It will be what was done in the Spirit, what was done in the instruction of God. That's what's going to count. Hallelujah. Not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ. Hallelujah. You can see that it's going to boil down to faith, the faith of Christ. The righteousness which is of God by faith. Not by anything you have done. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because he became sin for us. And we became the very righteousness of God in Christ. Continuing thoughts. Verse 10. That I may know him. Can you see that? This man is already saved. What do you mean that I may know him? And the power of his resurrection. Wow, it continues. Uh, Does it mean that some of us are not going to get resurrected? No, that's not what he's saying. The power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. That's not a good topic to talk about. The fellowship of his sufferings. What kind of sufferings are these? (laughs) They are the Christ type of sufferings. You know, Jesus is the only one who's the Lamb of God. He's the only one who could hang on the cross and go to hell for us. So he's not saying that you and I should go and do those things. Those are unique to him. But there was a part of those sufferings which were also undeserved. He did not deserve these things, actually. He did it for us. Amen? He did not deserve to suffer, but he suffered. In other words... You may not deserve to suffer, but you suffer. Amen. You do not deserve to endure anything. You can just live in the lap of luxury and whistle your way all the way to heaven and not be bothered about anything or anyone else. And you will still go to heaven. Ha ha ha. Yes, you will. But when you begin to consider what you have to do and others on the planet... It moves you, motivates you to win the lost, to actually teach others to begin to live and offer your life as a sacrifice. Amen. Praise God. To walk in love, to lay down your life as a sacrifice for others. And it's not a foolish thing. It's the Jesus way of doing things. Hallelujah. Praise God. The fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Notice that these are prayers 
and thoughts for believers, including Paul. This is Paul's own desire. And he claims that this is the way of maturity. This is the way to mature. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hmm. I think we've jumped along quite a bit. Maybe we can hear a little bit in Canada from about um, verse 4 all the way down to um, 9. Nanadaro Sharira Sambanda Vadavu Gadali Baravasa Vitaru Idabahudu, Bere Yava Nadaro Sharira Sambanda Vadavu Gadali Baravasa Vida Bahudendu Yochisuva Dadare Nano Avani Gintalu Hechagi Hage Yochisabahudu. Intanea Dinadali Nanage Sunnati Aitu, Nano Israel Vamshadavanu, Benyaviana Nakuladavanu, Ibriya in the Hukti the Ibriyanu, Nyaya Pramanavanu Nodidare Nano Farisayanu. Asatiyanu nodidare nanu sabeya himsakanu, nyaya pramana dali heliruva niti enu nodidare nanu nirdoshi. Adare nanage labavagi dantavugalanu kristana nimitta nashtavendenisidene. Haudu, nisandehavagi nana kartanada krista yesuvina vishayavagi ruva ati shreshtavada jnanada nimittavagi nanu elavanu nashtavendenisutene, nanu kristananu sampadisi kulabekendu atana nimitta elavanu kalakundu adanu kasavendenisutene. Nanu kristanaliruva vanagi karnisi kulabekendu nyayapramana dindaguva swaniti and nashreisade atananu nambu vadarinda durakuvanta andare nambike adhara dinda devaru kuduvanta niti and nehundi adene. Praise the Lord. A lot of thoughts there. Um, unfortunately, this is all we can do right now as far as translation because uh, you know people are busy and all of that. But I pray that you are able to hear what we're saying also in Canada. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So there is something that, you know, people may notice about you. I remember some relatives who knew me uh, very closely. They said, you don't have to suffer like this. Many years ago, one of them told me, why do you have to suffer like this? Why? Why do you have to be like this? Well, your value system changes. Hallelujah. And you want to see what does Jesus value? What does God value? And, and we want to be accurate about it. We don't want to be some kind of a hermit wearing gunny bag and living on a hill somewhere. Some kind of religious freak. We want to see is there a reality in a value system that is actually true from God's perspective and not made up religious ideas. Amen. So it, it involves some level of suffering where you are uh, not doing what everybody else is doing and you seem kind of odd but Paul said that's the right kind of thinking hallelujah may God help us all in Jesus name and he continues there verse 10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death glory to God so there is something about this resurrection here which in the actual meaning it means to uh, shine forth in the resurrection. To have a certain kind of resurrection. All of us who are saved are going to be transformed and are going to be resurrected. Our bodies are going to be glorified. But there is a certain kind of shining and a certain kind of honor 
that will be displayed in the resurrection of each individual person. Isn't that interesting? Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let's look at that and see if we're making up things or not. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, that great resurrection chapter. This is what the church is looking forward to. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's read there. Um, verse 20, but now Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. If Jesus rose from the dead, you're going to be rising also. Praise God. He's the first fruit. And therefore, the rest was going to get adjusted similarly. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Adam got us into trouble. Jesus took us out of it. For as in Adam all die, that's talking about dying and going to hell, and physical death also, praise God, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Those who are believers will enjoy even a physical resurrected body. Isn't that interesting? But every man in his own order. There's a rank also. There's ranking and files. Rank and file. Christ the first fruit. Afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. See, so that's what he was talking about. That he may gain a rank in that resurrection. That he may have a better resurrection. Remember that line of thinking was there in Hebrews also. That they refuse certain things so that they may have a better resurrection. Hallelujah. So there is a, a value system where you begin to choose certain things. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward they that are Christ at his coming. Hallelujah. Then comes the end when he shall have delivered the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. Praise God, praise God. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. So you can see here that that's what he's praying about. That's what he's desiring. That I'll be able to have a good rank in the resurrection after Jesus Christ. So we're going to be having different levels of shining, different levels of glory. And we're being changed already from glory to glory. And then it gets glorious and glorious and glorious. And then you have a glory in resurrection which will be yours truly forever. So that's what you could also look at and say this is uh, true riches. True riches, the type that endures. Hallelujah. True riches are the type that endures forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 40 says, there's also celestial bodies, bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, the glory of the terrestrial is another, there is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. One star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. Can you see that? So also is the resurrection of the dead. And then it continues, it is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. 
It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body. There is a spiritual body. Hallelujah. So there is going to be a quickening by the Spirit of God that's going to happen. And uh, we're going to be recipients of various honors. Hallelujah. Enduring true riches. And so we uh, get affected. Our value system becomes different. We begin to value things differently. Of course, you can go to heaven and all of us will be resurrected. But it's going to be the rank of resurrection that we are concerned about. That is supposed to be spiritual thinking. Amen. That's supposed to be Paul's kind of thinking. Hallelujah. So let's see if we can hear these things in Canada also. A little bit of reading there, maybe from 21 on, and then jump off to some of these other verses. 21 and 23. Manushyana Mulaka Marana Vuntada Karana Manushyana Mulaka Ve Sattavarige Punaruttana Vuntagu Vadu Adare Pratyubbanu Tanna Tanna Taragati Elli Iruvanu Kristanu Pratama Fala Taruvaya Kristana Barona Dalli Atanavaru Amen And then we can also see from about verse 40 to uh, 42 Glory to God. So you can see that this is what um, Paul was talking about. That you start getting conformed to another way of thinking, becoming conformed to Christ, his sufferings, his death, so that you can enjoy another level of resurrection. Praise God. And so, even if you didn't think like that, you'll still go to heaven. You'll still get a resurrected body when he comes. And he's coming very soon. Praise God. But then, what we want is that after these so-called few years, this little shadow of time we've enjoyed here, we should have something eternal, something true. And that is right kind of thinking. Over there in Luke 14, it says in verse 34, Salt is good. But if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither, notice that, fit for the land, nor yet for the dunghill. But men shall cast it out. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. When you hear that kind of statement in the last part, he that has ears to hear, let him hear, it means not everybody is going to receive this thing. That's what it means. So there's evaluation that's taking place at the very hearing port. See, uh, some are going to say, nah, that's not for me. Well, that's a level of growth. And as you grow, certain things become more and more uh, uh, appetizing, so to speak. You begin to want to hear certain things. Till then, you were not impressed by them at all. In fact, you detested hearing about them. 
Amen. In other words, if a believer is just basing his life on just external, in quote, works and righteousness based on what he himself has achieved by his own struggles, not trusting in the grace, not trusting in the promises, not trusting in the ability of God, he's like salt that lost its savor. Hallelujah. And he's not even fit for dung. Dung is low, and then this is not even fit for dung. Wow, that's kind of super low. That's the way God sees it. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to get used to that. We'll have to see things like that. Oh, so that's how God sees it. Okay. So we can't trust in our flesh. We cannot trust in our fleshly achievements. We cannot trust in our own way of thinking. We have to change our thoughts and our patterns of thinking because that's the right way to do it if you want to see any resurrected rank and file. If you want to see any special speciality in the resurrection. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can get that also. Luke 14, um, 34 and 35 also. Praise the Lord. Some thoughts there. Alright, let's go back to Philippians, the third chapter. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Okay, so we read verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Now we can see that what it can mean is there is a power that is going to quicken your mortal body, heal you, of course. Romans 8, 11 says, the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Then he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal dead doomed bodies by the same spirit that dwells in us. So, thank God for resurrection life, working in healing your body, restoring your organs and so on, renewing your strength and your youth. But then, that's the same power that's going to increase in voltage and just change your body completely. Amen? Hallelujah. Jesus has that complete power. Total power. Amen. And you and I are housing the power, but we are not seeing the complete flow as we want to see. Did you notice that? We are carrying God. Can you believe that you're carrying Almighty God inside you? Whoa! The Creator Himself, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, is actually in us, but you can tell that it is not really uh, flowing like the way it is. You get it? That's almighty power inside you. Then how does this happen? In other words, we have to believe God. We have to think upon it, talk about it, ponder about it, maintain our consciousness of it. And that is what is uh, the matter of taking hold of it. So Paul was so conscious of that power that he knew the one inside him. And the power inside him. He said it is working in me mightily. That whatever you have. Mr. D. Bring it. The power inside me will defeat it. So I would think sometimes. You, you, you may think. Man this guy was always in jail. They would stone him. 
and then he would come out as though nothing happened what was that that was not him or you know some great surgeon doing a work or going to the best hospital or eating the right diet or anything like that did you notice that it was not because he was just on a mediterranean olive kind of diet thank god for mediterranean olive diets and all that but that was not why he could come out you know as though nothing happened it was because of the power being unleashed inside him which you and i have but it is unleashed at different levels because he was more aware of that and that was unleashed through and in him hallelujah praise the lord so that's what we are talking about that's what he's saying here to know the power of his resurrection he said and i haven't arrived i want to know more the power of his resurrection praise god and is always connected to the fellowship of his sufferings you know paul didn't have to do all that he could have just waltzed all the way to heaven just whistled and he would have gone to heaven but he said what will i do for you lord what is it that you want me to do what do you want that was all he wanted to know it just turned everything around and so god has a plan for every single one of us and it's not our plan it's not calculated by now i'll get 2 3 degrees then i will uh, just make sure that i have enough bank account then i will go and serve jesus it's not like that simply not like that it's not i'll do this and that and then i will just be helping with jesus work no it's what do you want me to do lord if you are supposed to be working somewhere doing a certain job listen to god and do it hallelujah so this business of having ears to hear is where it is so some people may be saying i don't want to hear that i want to go and serve jesus i don't want to do anything else meanwhile he's saying do a job no i can't hear that and then some other guy who's busy doing a job he's saying i want you to do this leave all that and come no i can't hear so you can see everybody is there with their ears and their hearing problems and each one of us just has to tune in amen and what will help us is to be able to value and look at everything and say it's actually done these things are not important and we should be able to maintain that as much as possible because as time goes you may start to value certain things and you may start to put your confidence in certain things and to to lay them off is going to be extra hard and paul said he had the same problem you know he lived in this kind of body also <laughs> and he said i don't put any confidence in the flesh because i know you and i have the same flesh and this flesh is a big problem verse 11 if by any means i might attain unto the resurrection of the dead of course you're going to be risen from the dead so he's not talking about just resurrection from the dead he's talking about a certain kind of resurrection not as though i had already attained either way already perfect but i follow after if that i may apprehend that for which also i am apprehended of jesus christ brethren i count not myself to have apprehended 
He said, I'm going that way. I'm moving in that direction. But I'm not perfect. I have not arrived. I'm moving forward. I'm making it my desire to press towards this thing. That I should have a better resurrection. That I should know the power of God even more. And I should be able to be in fellowship with his sufferings. Suffering the same things that he would suffer if he were here right now. Moses chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. Rather than the pleasures of Egypt. Which was a seasonal thing. It will be over. You won't even remember that last meal. Isn't that funny? You'd have eaten this, lived there, slept here, etc., etc. And it's like, did that even happen to me? Was that really me? So, you know, sometimes you just have to wake up and say, this is not really important. This is not really that major. There are some things that are major, that are more important. Hallelujah. Let's go off to uh, some scripture in 1 Timothy 6 and think about it as we uh, will come back to the previous verse. Notice 1 Timothy 6, look at verse 12. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. What is he saying? That you have to lay hold of eternal life? That you don't already have it? No, he's saying you need to be able to get a hold of what you have with you right now inside you and actually live it and see it come to pass. Living that life, allowing that life to flow through you, allowing that life to be manifested. You may have to fight for that. You may have to fight for that. It's worth fighting for. To produce that life down here. To live as though it was Jesus living here. There is a fight for that. Whereunto thou art also called. And has professed a good profession before many witnesses. This is a guy who is already saved. He has already said all these things. I am saved before people. He has made it a profession. He said it. But now he has to fight. To lay hold of its reality. In that Christ way. As the Christ did it. It flowed and he lived it down here. That involves a fight. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's hear this in Canada. 1 Timothy 6.12 also. Nambikeya shreshta horata vannu madu. Nityajeeva vannu hididuko. Adakkagiye nino kareyal pattiddi. Nino aneka sakshigala munde ulle arikeyannu madiddi yalla. So you can see this person is already professed to be a believer and witnesses were there so he's not talking about an unbeliever here laying hold of eternal life through confession confessing that he's a believer no but a believer who is now aware okay this is what I have inside me this is the life this is God living inside me now and through me and what can I do to bring this out that involves a fight. Similar thinking in Second Peter. Uh, notice there, chapter 1, verse 3. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, 
whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. So taking hold of that power through the promises and yieldedness to the spirit allows us to live in a place, a realm, hallelujah, where you are enjoying the life and power of God right now. Hallelujah. And Paul had gotten to a place where he was very sure that the power on the inside of him can handle anything that the enemy could bring. He said, I'm persuaded. No height, no depth, no power, no principality, nothing present, no tribulation, no famine, no pestilence, nothing could separate him from the victory in Jesus' name because he was persuaded that God's love had paid fully and he was walking in it. And so I'm telling you, he just outlived all those jails. He outlived all of those stonings, all of those threats and persecutions, lions. He just outlived because he knew what kind of power is inside him. And he knew it in a practical way that it actually worked. Hallelujah. So that comes through allowing the promises of God and maturity in Christ developing and developing to a place where sufferings that are involved in following Christ and the power of God go hand in hand. You have the power available to deal with that suffering. To overwhelm it, overcome it. Hallelujah. So it is a prayer rising up. It's a desire that became a prayer. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And nothing else matters. This is what I want. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can read. Uh, did we read Timothy 6? Okay, now let's do 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4 also in Canada. Tanna mahime gagiyu, gunati shep kagiyu, nammannu karadatana vishayavada parijnanada moolakavagi, atana daiva shaktiyu, jivakku, bhaktigu, bekada dillavugalannu namage dayapali situ. Nivu loka dalli durashayindundada kittatanakke tappisikondu daivasva bhava dalli palannu hunduvavaraga bekindu, atanu atyanta mahatva ulla amulyavada vagdana galannu namage dayapali siddhane. Praise God. So you can see, you know, things like Paul listing all kinds of sufferings and then saying, out of all those things, the Lord delivered me. <laughs> he was like, of course, it has to be. The Lord will deliver me. I know this, but I want to know more. I want to make it so clear that when I have a resurrection body, I will have a certain rank that I flowed in the life and the power of God. Hallelujah. I want to be uh, known in eternity as the person who humbly bore the power of God on the earth not as someone who has already arrived and is now feeling like I have arrived I know that message I know that message you, you preach the same thing again I don't have to come I can be whatever no he knew so much he walked in so much revelation that the enemy had a particular interest in him because of how much he knew this is the person who is saying, I want to know. Hallelujah. I don't think anybody has been dogged by the devil like him after the Lord Jesus. 
But through it all, he said, I finished. I accomplished everything. I'm ready to go home. Hallelujah. Wow. Is this possible? It's possible, my brother. It's possible. And we're not trying to call upon some fleshly ambition to just do something in our flesh. We want to tune in and listen to God and obey God. Hallelujah. Because that's what counts when we stand before him. Did you do what I told you to do? Amen. These are the realities we want to ponder about. Praise God. All right. Let's go off back to the prayer and see if we can lay something else and then read it in Canada. So we read 10 of Philippians 3 and now uh, we have come down towards 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before. So he would not allow his achievements in the past to make him so satisfied that he say, now we can relax. He was constantly being pushed ahead. Praise God. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And you know, praise God, you may say that was Paul, but then he brings us into it. Let us therefore as many as be perfect or mature, be thus minded. So it's a state of mind. If any, in anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So there are certain kind of thinking that you need to have, right? Any other kind of thinking, God will try to reveal it to you. And you may say, I don't want to hear it. God is always trying to get us to think the right way. And this is the right way to think. So if you see some attempts from the word and the spirit that's trying to make you hear these kind of things is because God wants us to think like that. If there's any other kind of mind, God says, I will show you. But this is the right mind. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Let's hear some verses in Canada and then give him thanks. Glory to God. Let's read from verse 10 probably to verse 16. I mean 15. ಹೀಗೆ ಆತನನ್ನು ಆತನ ಪುನರುತ್ಥಾನದಲ್ಲಿರುವ ಶಕ್ತಿಯನ್ನು ಆತನ ಬಾಧೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಪಾಲುಗಾರನಾಗುವುದನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಂಡು ಆತನ ಮರಣಕ್ಕೆ ಸ್ವರೂಪನಾಗುವೆನು ಹೇಗಾದರೂ ಸತ್ತವರಿಗೆ ಆಗುವ ಪುನರುತ್ಥಾನವು ನನಗೆ ಆದೀತು ಇಷ್ಟರೊಳಗೆ ನಾನು ಪಡಕೊಂಡು ಸಿದ್ಧಿಗೆ ಬಂದವನೆಂದು ಹೇಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ನಾನು ಯಾವುದನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತ ಯೇಸು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಹಿಡಿದುಕೊಂಡನೋ ಅದನ್ನು ಹಿಡಿದುಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಕ್ಕೋಸ್ಕರ ಹಿಂದಟ್ಟುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೇನೆ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನಾನಂತೂ ಹಿಡಿದುಕೊಂಡವನೆಂದು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಎಣಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ಇದೊಂದನ್ನು ಮಾಡುತ್ತೇನೆ ನಾನು ಹಿಂದಿನ ವಿಷಯಗಳನ್ನು ಮರೆತು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಮುಂದಿನವುಗಳನ್ನು ಹಿಡಿಯುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತ ಯೇಸುವಿನಲ್ಲಿ ದೇವರ ಉನ್ನತವಾದ ಕರೆಯುವಿಕೆಯ ಬಹುಮಾನವನ್ನು ಗುರಿ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡು ಓಡುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೇನೆ you'll get to heaven, you'll get a resurrected body even if you did nothing. You just accepted Jesus. You never went to church. You were just doing your own thing. Because of the grace of the Lord Jesus, you will still go to heaven and you will have a resurrection body. 
But in order to mature, there's a certain way of thinking. We need that. Paul is encouraging us to think like that, to savor certain things, to have a value system that's different, to begin to be conscious of the one inside us, to be moved by that power, to be overwhelmed by that power, a desire to accomplish the will of God on the earth, to be fashioned like unto him, to have a better resurrection. All those are thoughts of maturity, wanting to move on uh, into maturity. Praise God. Those thoughts will keep us going. Hallelujah. Shall we worship this king who's worthy? Father in Jesus name have mercy on us. Forgive us today for other thinking for any other mind. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand for we know you are the God who resists the proud but gives grace to the humble who sets himself in battle array against the proud oh but gives grace to the humble not our will but yours be done merciful God help us to meditate Help us to spend time uh, becoming more and more conscious of your power and your life through your word, through the precious promises that we will be living in a place above the corruption that's in this world. With bodies quickened, restored. With a target in sight. With a desire to move forward not resting on our laurels or on our achievements but enjoying a desire to go with you and accomplish all that we were created for we love you Lord, we bless you Lord from our spirits we say thank you, thank you, thank you Father in the name of Jesus we are forever grateful let us become more conscious of these things Lord we worship you, we worship you you began this good work in us you will accomplish it Till we see you face to face. We worship you mighty Holy Spirit. Who has been given to live on the inside of us. Oh mangra lifile We worship you. 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 Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. For a fresh relationship. A fresh level of walk. Mambra litipilekeste. As we approach the soon coming of our great King, the Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We look to you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. No matter what it seems like. Hallelujah. That we can rejoice in you. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Because we're on our way to heaven. We are on our way to streets of gold. We are on our way to the millennial kingdom. Ha ha ha. And we have a foretaste of it now. On the inside. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Wonderful Jesus. Forever grateful. Hallelujah. You deserve the praise and the honor. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you gave us 
the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. The spirit of glory. Hala makanda rabaya. The glory of the Father. Mosokora tokosto. We receive your benefits today. We accept it now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, team. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Praise God. Hallelujah. We'll trust God with you. We expect the word to come to pass. You're blessed in Jesus' name.